Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled The Honeymoon Phase, and we will discuss exactly what this phase is, how it's created, the different chemical releases that happen in our brain to change our psychology temporarily. We will talk about the difference between love and fear and how that's a choice and how our conscious and subconscious minds will affect our ability to create love after the honeymoon effect. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having an awesome day today. I'm just enjoying a nice Sunday afternoon. The weather's started to change. We're starting to have snowfall and it's getting pretty cold. So we're in preparation for the winter months. And um, so we're getting ready for that stage of, of our year. I just got back from my mother-in-law to B's place where she kind of runs a little coaching session for Jess and I where we discuss our life uh, what's going on in our relationship? What's going on in my with our visions for for business and for whatever we're trying to create? And we kind of have open discussion, see where our problematic trouble points are, and come up with solutions by talking about what's really going on, ha- dis- having a safe area to discuss our own insights and collaborate together to come up with a solution. And today's topic in the in that coaching session was really about um, kind of the approach of how Jess and I are attacking our bigger vision like we kind of have the same bigger life vision and we want it now but we have different paradigms and different ways of seeing how we're going to get there so we're actively in the process of changing some paradigms that we share to unite and come to a common ground of uh, collaborating for a solution rather than me trying to go in my way, trying my solution and just trying to go in hers. And that kind of relates to our topic in today's podcast, which is called the honeymoon phase. And Jess and I are definitely not in that honeymoon phase anymore, that initial uh, peak phase of usually initial love and new relationships. And if you've ever been in a romantic relationship, you've probably experienced this honeymoon phase. And I also believe this honeymoon phase kind of relates to setting new goals or entering a new career or having a new life experience. There's usually that initial excitement, that exciting part Um, which we're calling this honeymoon phase. So today's show, I want to discuss really what's going on with this this phase, um, what it's all about, and how to navigate through it and past it once that phase uh, comes to the end. So first of all, I'll, I'll put the main focus on relationships for today's show. And in relationships, there's the biology and psychology of creating relationships at the beginning. Our whole biological ecosystem gets altered at the start of a relationship. The way we feel and the the way we formulate the world and see the world is really completely altered from our day-to-day basis prior to this relationship. 
uh, just think back to when you fell in love and when you were in that phase, if you've ever experienced that, how was your health? Um, you probably wanted more in life and felt alive. How was your energy? It was most likely a lot more elevated than it is on a day-to-day basis. And that's because we're all made up of atoms and molecules. There's chemistry which drives our psychology. And our psychology is what uh, determines the way we, th- we think, feel, and act. So both people in love at the beginning are producing amplified amounts of chemicals resulting in this extraordinary energy. These combined forces of energy um, come together and make this really amplified feeling. And in basic terminologies, this feeling could be called good vibes. You know, when you get together and it's just, oh, there's just good energy floating around. But there's actually science behind that. And that's based on the release of certain chemicals within us. And, and we can all agree that we felt those good vibes at the start of the relationship. So let's break that down a little. Uh, we usually feel lust at the start of a relationship, which releases sex hormones. We feel attraction, which is a big release of dopamine. And we feel attachment, and we seek that attachment to that other person, which releases oxytocin, which, which is the bonding and kind of safety uh, chemical. So with this overloaded release of chemicals, everything in the world feels amazing. It feels like we just did a bunch of drugs and we're on a high. It's easy to only put our focus on what's good and and sometimes we seem to forget about our deeper issues and it's a lot easier to hide or just not show our undesirable qualities because we're really living in the moment. But all of those qualities and all of our old programs and patterns still exist within our subconscious mind or they're still deep in our psychology our psychology is temporarily altered but it's not permanently changed and i want to take a moment to uh, discuss fear and love and because at the start in this honeymoon phase it's almost like our focus is all on love and we're feeling so much love and our focus and attention is not on fear. But it's the paradox that, you know, that's that's what's amazing and that's what feels so good. But in the end, it's going to be that fear that's going to be what starts to chip away at this feeling of love and slowly pull us out of that honeymoon phase. And as you've experienced at the start of a relationship, Love is powerful and wonderful. You know, we tend to experience and feel more joy, happiness, bliss, excitement, vibrancy, and really just more energy. We feel alive. But on on the contrary, fear, fear is what shuts love down. Fear is what shuts all those amazing, amazing things down. Joy, happiness, bliss, excitement, vibrancy, energy. Fear will shut all of that down. Um, So love represents harmony and vitality. And it results in us feeling healthy and happy. And I can talk to this because on paper, I'm an extremely active and healthy person. But when I'm not living with love, I don't feel internally healthy or happy. I might be physically living on paper a healthy life but i'm not 
feeling alive. I'm not feeling healthy unless I'm incorporating that love. And when we're in this honeymoon phase, we are just feeling that overwhelming sense of love. And we really feel that harmony and life vitality. And fear, fear is the protection of our ego. Fear is the wall that restricts love from entering and exiting you. It will shut down your energy. Life is driven and fueled by love, where fear will shorten your life and create dis-ease, which will amplify your risk of creating a physiological or physical disease. So love and fear are choices, and both love and fear can be programmed into our psychology. Unfortunately, fear tends to overpower love in our subconscious because we naturally put more attention on fear not necessarily on purpose but we evolved uh, we evolved this way um, using fear as a survival mechanism you know to stay alive back in the day you know it was more important to put our focus on fear because that is what would keep us alive that is what would keep us safe we didn't need to put that much attention on love it was just oh yeah this feels cool or this is a good thing but hey this fear thing this is what will keep us alive so our brains evolved in a way to put more focus naturally on fear and to choose love over fear, we usually have to do that with our conscious mind, our thinking mind, to overpower our subconscious default programs of fear. Uh, but a, a big downside of that is that we normally only act from our conscious mind about 5 to 10% of the time, which is not that much at all. And But when we're first falling in love... It's so easy to be in the moment. It's easy to stay mindful. What we always, you always hear, be mindful, have mindfulness practices. You know, what is that? Well, this was a perfect example of how you were mindful. You're able to be present at the start of a relationship because it was easy. In, in essence, you know, all these amazing chemicals are getting released that makes us feel so good. And it's just easy to be there, be present, not be sidetracked by our other problems, our insecurities or anything else like that. And we are thinking and acting with what we call the conscious mind at the start of a relationship in this honeymoon phase. So although during the honeymoon phase, every time we're with that new love, the ability to stay present and conscious and aware is a lot easier to do because of all those beneficial chemicals getting released, as I mentioned. And the conscious mind brings us into the honeymoon effect, whereas the subconscious is what will ruin it. So, conscious mind, what you want, your wishes, desires, goals, types of relationship. You know, it's so easy at the start. Our life is going to be amazing. This is such a good time. We have all these wishes. We have all these desires. Everything's amazing. But the subconscious mind is what kind of determines our reality, what actually is. And if you look at your relationships today in your life, whether it's a significant other, whether it's family, whoever it may be, um, your relationships are a mirror of your subconscious programs. So if you have a rocky relationship or you tend to argue about the same things, that's because of your subconscious programming. You're carrying these programs forward from what you've built them up based on your life. And now you're 
outwardly living them in your relationship. So at the start of your relationship, although it might have been amazing and everything was perfect, you were in that honeymoon effect, it's because we were able to be mindful and stay in that present moment and stay conscious. Um, so yeah, and, and this programming in our subconscious can, you know, it can happen as early as from when we're little children, from the ages of zero to seven, you know, when we're in those years, we're actually the most malleable we are of our entire lives. So it was very important um, to have what our upbringing and what our environment and what the energy was when we were children, because we already started formulating these programs at that young of an age. And when you were young, or even recently, if there was a big, um, if there was a big dramatic, uh, you know, impactful experience that you had, whether it was uh, traumatic or or just very intense, that can also program your subconscious from what you've experienced. Um, so let's say you experienced your parents have a divorce or you experienced a friend or saw a relationship where there was cheating or jealousy or even from movies or TV shows, we formulate these false expectations because they have these perfect lives and the perfect relationship and they're making love in these amazing places that just, you know, might not relate to what our life actually is. And we formulate all these beliefs and programs and that's how we think life should be lived. And, um, you know, as, as time moves on in your relationship, it becomes more difficult to be mindful. The chemicals that were once explosive and overwhelming are now getting a little bit less amplified every time you're together. You know, at the start, it's just this huge release, but then we kind of get used to it. We see each other more. It's not as exciting. <laughs> you know, we start to learn more about the other person. And our day-to-day -day life will start to continue to trigger us like it used to in the past. And all our subconscious patterns and our old psychology, that's still there. It never went away. It was just getting overpowered by this flood of dopamine and oxytocin and sex hormones being released. And, you know, maybe our undesirable traits are starting to creep out along with our ego. And I can actively remember the first time that I started to let out, uh, you know, this and that honeymoon phase started to not deteriorate, but, it, you know, I was just, it wasn't always that crazy, overwhelming feeling. I was in, I remember Jess and I went to the mall and it was after a busy day of work. And, and at this point I was I was able, like I said, like everything I've just mentioned, I was able to be so present and just overlook all my, not downsides, but just everything that I guess isn't ideal about myself. You know, I was a, I was a lot more grumpy and bitter and, and not loving or expressive or any of this stuff in which she didn't really know fully at that point. I just would always show up as my best self. You know, I'd be funny. I'd be outgoing. I'd be you know, just creating good energy. And it was just so easy to do that. But, you know, we, we went to West Edmonton Mall that day and I don't like shopping to begin with. So there we are in the mall. I had a rough day at work. I think it was pretty cold outside and I was working outside. 
And I just really didn't want to be there. And it was the first time that I was, I know, I actively noticed that, uh, you know, my, my undesired tendencies and actions started to come out and the way I responded and communicated with her wasn't, you know, my ideal self. I wasn't able to stay in that fully present moment. My old programming started to creep in. And, uh, and, and I, I still remember that time and I was like, oh, I'm slipping here. Like, I guess, I guess here we go. She's going to start to get to know me. And <laughs> hence, the, hence the beginning of the breakdown of that honeymoon phase and the honeymoon effect. And, and really that's where it gets a bit scary. And that's where we begin to be more vulnerable and, uh, and show, I guess, our true colors and our true sides. You know, I had many undesirable qualities about myself, which I didn't know if, if she would be able to deal or accept or if we'd be able to navigate with them, some including, A, the biggest one was my grumpiness, what I thought it was to be a man, being able to be affectionate, my lack of uh, vulnerability, uh, my lack of expressiveness. And there was many things that I knew were going to be issues and struggles, which they were. But that was a scary moment when this honeymoon effect started to wear out. And you kind of get faced with the reality of that initial excitement and that initial spark, which is caused by all these chemicals and this energy collaboration together where it's all beautiful and amazing and both of you feel so good. But now all of a sudden, we're hit with reality. We're hit with our what we brought forward from all our circumstances and experiences, our, our, our subconscious programs that are all still within us. That gets temporarily shadowed, temporarily blocked for this initial spark. And some, some people really uh, struggle to navigate through this, as did I. You know, and I really had to change my programmings, change my paradigms, which was... A lot of work and uh, and I'm, I'm very glad that I took the dedicated actions necessary to change some of those paradigms I'm, I'm still working on some you know it's 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 always a work in progress um, once that honeymoon phase is over to navigate life if um, if you don't want to just be complacent and, you know, just coast by and both Jess and I are not about just coasting by. We have very big dreams, goals and aspirations and we're not willing to sacrifice them. So that involves a lot of work, a lot of reprogramming, because in essence, we don't have to be the person our programs are telling us to be. We can create the person and couple or relationship that we want to be. We have the ability to formulate our identity. We can choose who we want to be and how we want to show up in the world. And that is the beauty within all of this, which a lot of people don't know that this stuff can be altered. So how do we build new programs and alter our subconscious to make our relationships work beyond this honeymoon phase? Well, in a relationship, first off, it's going to start with communication and the ability to be vulnerable, to be aware of each other's programming. Um, I just mentioned some of my programming, but Jess had some programming of her own. You know, her, she had a long-term relationship for at least seven, maybe even more years 
in which she ended up getting cheated on by her her boyfriend who lived out of town for hockey and she was heartbroken and that that was really uh traumatic for her as we mentioned the traumatic experience can really build and solidify some subconscious programming as well as on top of that her parents had split when she was younger and they had a divorce so she almost had this formulated paradigm and belief of that you know men are going to leave uh, men are going to leave for something different or something better so we had to first as in any step have the full understanding of each other's psychology and of each other's uh, belief systems and what happened in the past to make you or make the other person have these but because without that understanding it's just impossible to to navigate this so we have to have the proper communication which will really involve vulnerability and include going to new depths a lot lower than just surface level conversations such as oh i'm just not an affectionate person oh i just don't like doing this that's just not me well there's a reason for that there's a reason that i was closed off there's a reason that i couldn't communicate well there's a reason that i was unable to be vulnerable there's a reason that i was unable to be affectionate it's not just because I don't want to. Sure, I don't want to, or I don't like to, or it doesn't come natural to me, but why? And is that going to stop me from creating a new identity to become the best person that I can become so we can have the best, most fulfilling relationship that we can have? It is our ability and responsibility to choose and formulate our identity. So we need to have that communication. We need to have patience knowing that the other person is going to need to change their programming and beliefs. There needs to be dedication, discipline, and effort. There's going to be time, you know, just as building a habit, it takes time for that habit to stick. Just as building a new programming for your relationship to work is going to take time. And then we're going to need to have the ability to reframe and create new chemical releases instead of just holding on to the good old times where we did have those chemical releases. You know, we have to we have to actively take action to formulate new memories, create new adventures to create those chemical releases because it's not going to come just naturally like it did at the start. And there's a process behind reprogramming our subconscious. And that is, we need to have the proper knowledge or education. I'll use a gym analogy. You know, knowing that going to the gym is going to make you healthy and have a better physical body does not, it will not give you a perfect body or <laughs> or a healthier life you know having the knowledge or having the knowing is not going to do it for you so having the knowledge about this having the knowledge that you might need to change your beliefs your paradigms um, you know to change your subconscious programs just having that knowledge and knowing how it works is not going to do it for you and is not going to make that your reality 
and and sometimes our ego gets tied into the fact and say oh i know about that oh yeah 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 i do that but you know really dial it down and are you doing it are you taking action on that or do you just know about it you know there's a very big difference and really lean onto that gym analogy just because I know that going to the gym will make me fit does not actually make me fit. I need to physically step in that gym and lift weights or run on the treadmill to get in shape. So education and knowledge is a big step, but it will definitely not be the complete step. And then as I always like to preach is meditation or a type of hypnosis when we can get into inductive states that gives us the best chance to formulate new beliefs formulate new paradigms when we're in altered states when our when we have when we're in a different brain wave frequency because when we're in our day-to-day busy life when we're in a a, a beta uh, brainwave frequency our brain is too busy to actually formulate new beliefs to actually rewire itself we have to slow it down and get to a slower brainwave frequency such as alpha where we can tie in visualizations during some deep meditative states to be able to formulate these things and then we need to create new habits um, around who we want to be by acting that way repeatedly over and over and over again until it sticks. The bel- and then we need to have the belief change modality. We have to change the beliefs. I had a lot of limiting beliefs about myself. You know, this is how a man is. Well, I'm just grumpy. I just don't like doing this. That Those were shitty limiting beliefs, which I really, really had to work on to change. And I... And then um, the fifth step could be, you know, getting a coach, somebody who's been there before, somebody who can help you through it and guide you there. Because going on this journey alone is very difficult. And sometimes it's even difficult to go through with our partner because, you know, there might be some unspoken animosity or some triggers that happen to spark up between both of you when talking about sensitive um, topics such as you know changing your beliefs that can be very personal and the other person might not fully understand at the start and I actually want to make my first course I want to be I want to start making online courses eventually and tie that into the coaching that I will be offering so my intention is to actually create a course on how to do this how to change our subconscious programs because I really think that's what we always run into when we can't achieve something we've achieved before whether that's a relationship whether that's a goal and we just feel like we're always coming up to those same roadblocks and we can't push past our normal I really want to build a program to help facilitate this and then offer the coaching on the side to help people break through those barriers. So that is an intention of mine and I truly believe it would be a big help uh, during this process. And just also having the general support of your partner with healthy dialogue to bring awareness to each other when you may be slipping off that path or, or if you're doing good. And, and we have to really speak with to our partners with the proper tonality and vocabulary. I believe that's so crucial. So yeah, the process of reprogramming subconscious, get the education, have the knowledge, create a daily practice that involves some type of meditation or hypnosis, inductive states where we can lower our brainwave frequencies to be able to slow ourselves down to enable us to reprogram those subconscious um, 
programs, beliefs, or paradigms that might not be benefiting us. And um, then repetition, do this over and over and over again, um, and probably change our beliefs. And if we need, get coaching or you know some kind of program that can that can really help you along the way. So the honeymoon effect, it really is something just to be aware of that at the start of a relationship, it's always going to be easier most times, you know, and if it's a good relationship at the start, it might start off rocky and not go very far, but I'm talking a very generalized term or if you've experienced this honeymoon effect or why isn't it like it used to be, you know, it used to be so easy and we used to have so much more romance and we used to get along so much easier. Well, yeah, so did everyone else. And what's happening is just your your programs based on your past are starting to come through. But that doesn't mean you can't change those programs. That doesn't mean you can't work together to choose love over fear. And that is a choice. But that takes effort in programming ourselves to choose love over fear and to choose our identity that's going to align with love over fear because that fear will pull us away from that joy, happiness, bliss, excitement, vibrancy, energy. But we need to program our subconscious to lean more into love because our natural default state, as mentioned, is going to want to latch onto that fear um, more so over more so than the love and as i mentioned at the start this honeymoon effect i believe can is also uh applied to new ideas a goal or a vision you want to bring in life it's not necessarily just a romantic relationship but uh, i think we've all felt the spark or energy of i have this big goal or i have this new goal i really want to start going to the gym or i'm going to do this or i have this business idea or want to do this and the idea seems so amazing. There's big dopamine releases. We're feeling pumped up. We're excited. And we week one, we're doing the work. Oh, this is exciting. I'm doing research. And then week two hits and it's, oh man, you know, this is going to take a lot of work. And, and that initial excitement begins to fade away. And a lot of that fading away is... Uh, is is because of those subconscious programs again and the paradigms they're gonna try and keep us at our familiar normal levels because that's what's easy but again we need to step into that unknown to create new to really reprogram ourselves so if you've experienced this honeymoon phase in your relationship or if you've experienced this honeymoon effect in uh, whether it's creating a new goal or having a new idea just have the understanding that that's normal and you're going to run into it almost every time but it's the patience dedication discipline effort time and ability to reframe um, to be able to put in the, the the energy to reprogram our subconscious to help us get to the other side to help us get to that new identity that we want to create So don't just lean on the good times that were once had at the start, but continue to generate the love in your life. Create the joy, happiness, bliss, excitement, vibrancy, and energy, choosing that over fear. But in order to do that, we may need to reprogram our subconscious patterns, but just have 
the understanding that it is a choice and we do have the ability to create the identity which will help us strive and surrender our average lives. I hope everyone has an amazing day today. Take care.